Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. dear welcome back to another episode of the kind mind project if we have not sat down to chat together yet um first of all thank you for being here i am so glad that the kind mind project has crossed your path and that you and i are now connected i i want to make sure that that connection continues over on instagram so shoot me a a dm over on instagram and say hey i'm new here (laughs) and i want to chat um, at Emily and the Kind Mind, and let's let's connect because that is the whole damn reason that that this podcast is ex- existing, so that you and I can have important conversations like this. So, if you're new here, let me know that you are, and let's start that conversation. But if you're pressing play on this episode on the day that it airs, it is Christmas Day, 2023. And I, as I sat down to to record this today, I was, of course, reflecting back on all of the things that I've done this year. And you are are probably in a similar headspace where you are, are looking back on 2023 and just what you've experienced, what you've learned, what you've grown from, what you've dug your way out of. And one of the biggest things that crossed my mind was the idea that I think I have made the most decisions ever this year. I got married this year. I planned a wedding this year. I bought a home with my husband this year. And with that came so many different decisions and choices that we had to make. And to be honest with you, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. I used to roll my eyes at the idea of decision fatigue. I used to laugh at at the idea of that because previously I was like, well, we make decisions all the time. We have to make choices every day. Like that, that doesn't change. That's life, right? And the decisions hit different when they're the big ones. You plan a wedding most of the time once in your life right and the amount of decisions that go into that one event that one day is wild what colors are we gonna wear what invites are we gonna choose what what's the menu looking like everything all the decisions down to the music the timeline oh my god the timeline like everything right so many decisions for that one day So many decisions went into the process of deciding on purchasing and moving into our first home. Down to the freaking outlet covers. And one of the biggest things that I I feel like I 
have learned about myself and about my relationship is that decision fatigue is so damn real. So damn real. So I want to get into it today. As I mentioned before, my husband and I are in the process of really creating a home in this house right now. We just purchased our our first home. We moved in about a month ago, and we're really making a lot of decisions when it comes to uh, renovations and the styles that we like and furniture and everything in between. And it's been a lot, and I think both of us are getting tired (laughs) of making a bunch of decisions. So the other night, we are trying to decide what end tables we are going to put in our living room. And when I say for both of us, it seemed like this was the hardest decision in the world. Like I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. And in my head, I'm like, Em, they're just, they're just end tables. And really when I dug down deeper, it was like, no, it's also every decision that we've made up until this point piling on top of itself. And we're tired. We're tired. So some of the things that I kind of put into place internally for myself um, and in our decisions moving forward are really the things that I want to chat with you about today because you're going to find yourself in a season similar to this, whether it be planning a wedding or making decisions on your first home or anything related to a new job. Like you are going to find yourself in a transitional season, a transformational season that requires you to make a lot of decisions. A lot of decisions over and over and over again. And odds are you can probably think of a time in your life where that happened, where you were exhausted by all of the decisions that you had to make. And you probably started to see the the outcomes of decision fatigue. You probably noticed yourself getting more irritable with your partner. Guilty over here. Guilty of that. Yeah. You probably noticed yourself making decisions more impulsively rather than thinking them through fully. My husband and I have had to check ourselves and be like, okay, are we making this decision because we want this process to be over? Are we making this decision because we truly believe in it? We've had to check each other and check ourselves when it comes to that. So I I imagine if you're anything like me, you have probably found yourself in a season of decision fatigue before. So we know what that feels like. We know what that experience feels like. We also know that we're going to be in that season again. may not be identical, but we will experience it again. So what the hell can we do in the future to reduce some of the overwhelm that comes with decision fatigue. One of the first things that immediately came to mind looking back on this experience is that I wish I had delegated more. And by that, I mean really deciding what decisions are for whom, right? And it's hard with, with things like a home or a wedding because of course you wanna make decisions together You want to make all the decisions together. Reality is, my friend, that's really hard to do. It's really hard to sit down and make every single little decision together. 
especially when when you think of this being in a, a relationship or a partnership, right? In practice, that's really hard to do. It sounds great. On paper, it sounds perfectly healthy on paper, but it's hard to do every single little thing together when you have emails going to caterers for weddings and you know, reaching out to contractors if, if you're working on a project at home, right? It's, it's challenging. So one of the biggest things I wish that we did was delegate. Delegate some of the decision-making to somebody else. Deciding what jobs are for you, what jobs are for them, what jobs are for other people in your lives that are there to support you. Thank God we have had the most helpful family members in the world, throughout this process because we would have lost our damn minds. (laughs) So first of all, we got to delegate. We got to delegate. Secondly, I think, especially at the beginning of this process, what would have helped us a lot was just kind of going cold turkey on making some of the pointless decisions. Some of the decisions that didn't really have a huge impact, going cold turkey on them, just deciding rather than talking about it for ages because that just contributes to the decision fatigue that we're experiencing right so on the decisions that are small on the ones that are that seem rather pointless going cold turkey on them the other piece that I wish we had done was making the big decisions in the morning or at least when we're fresh not towards the end of the day when we're, when we're tired, when we're ready to be done for the day. But in the morning, when both of us have had our coffee, right? Specifically me, my husband doesn't drink coffee. I don't know how he does that. He's a magician. When I've had my coffee in the morning, when we're both feeling rested, making the decisions then. Because you know the version of you at the end of the day. You know the version of you when you're tired when you're exhausted, you know how she behaves, you know how she thinks. I, I, I can speak for myself in the fact that I, I want to put my sweatpants on <laughs> and be done with the decisions at the end of the day. That's not the best time for me to make those big decisions. So making big decisions in the morning when you can. One of the things, though, that I think my, my husband and I did really well throughout the wedding planning, planning process as well as this this home buying process is taking breaks when we need to take breaks we both were very honest with ourselves and with each other on like okay I need to put this down for the day I need to be done for the day and taking regular breaks to replenish that ability to make decisions right to replenish our our minds and (laughs) our ability to not decide impulsively right but taking breaks from that, communicating to each, to each other and really setting the boundary within ourselves of, I need to put this down for a while. I need to replenish that ability to make decisions. And simplifying choices down to three choices. My goodness, I, I talked about this before, but when we sat down to look at end tables, we had everything on Google at our fingertips and holy hell that was overwhelming way too overwhelming and we got to a point where we were like oh my god the options are endless this is really depleting me so I need to simplify 
and we simplified ourselves down to three choices. Well, two choices, really. But if you can't do two, all right, simplify it down to three. And close your options off. Because, yeah, there is always going to be another option. There's always going to be something potentially better, something potentially more convenient, something potentially cheaper, whatever. Whatever the other shiny option is, there's always going to be something like that. And that also means that there's always going to be something to contribute to your decision fatigue. So when you can, simplify down to three options. And we're also just going to have to accept and release the idea of perfectionism. You are not going to find the perfect option every time. You're not. You're not going to find the perfect option that checks all of your boxes every single time. There's going to be a flaw. There's going to be something that's not perfectly right about every decision. And if we continue to try and do things perfectly in a season where many decisions are being asked of us, you are asking to burn yourself out. You are asking to get irritable and frustrated with each other and with yourself. So we're going to have to release that idea of perfectionism. And lastly, this thing that I tried to do some days better than others, which kind of sounds silly, was simplifying the other decisions in my life, the other daily decisions that we make every day, simplifying them or really kind of rolling a dice <laughs> and making those decisions easy. Things like what I'm going to wear that day. I dedicated a section of my closet while we were in this moving process. So when I went to get dressed in the morning, I had minimal options. I had minimal decisions to be made. Or if I was really on top of it, I set it out the evening before. So that morning, I didn't have decisions to make. I knew what I was putting on my body and walking out the door. It's one less decision that I had to make for myself. One of the things that I committed to internally in the process of all of the renovations that we were doing for our home was not overthinking shit like what we're having for dinner. <laughs> I imagine that's a, a conversation that you and your partner or whoever you live with have a lot. What are we having for dinner? What are we having for lunch? Right? And that's a big decision that, that the two of you, how what your family has to make together. Right? Simplify that down. That's a decision that's predictable. That's a decision that you know you're going to have to make every damn day. So either plan ahead and know what you're going to do for the week or roll a dice and go with that. Right? Take the guesswork out of it. All the predictable decisions that you make throughout the day, as much as you can, make them predictable. Make them easy. Remove the decision altogether. I know some families and some uh, relationships that truly do roll a dice for what they're going to have for dinner because that decision has been over and over a source of not argument, but just like, oh my gosh, here we go. We got to decide what to have for dinner. Make it fun. Make it fun. Put some 
damn names in a hat and meals in a hat and go for that. Right? All of the decisions that are predictable that you can count on having to happen every single day, make them easy. Make them predictable. Or or make them fun. Because those decisions are taking up room for all of the decisions that this season of life is asking out of you. All of the decisions that you're going to have to make to finish that project, to get through that interview process, all the decisions that you're going to have to make in solidifying that relationship, right? Whatever that season is asking of you that's asking a lot of decisions, make room for those decisions to be able to happen. It seems small. Something like deciding what to put on your body for the day or deciding what to consume for dinner that night. Right? It seems small. But we got to make room. I hope that this conversation either spoke to this season of life that you're in right now or is going to be something that you save for the future when you step into a decision or a season of life that asks a lot of decisions of you in the future. Because man, I know I'm going to be carrying it with me into that next big decision-making season. I, I hope that you remember to do things cold turkey when the decision is pointless. You make a choice and you go with it and you don't look back when the decision is pointless or small. I hope that you increase your confidence in your ability to delegate some of the decision-making, that you remind yourself to make some of the big decisions in the morning when you're fresh, you got your coffee in your hand, rather than in the evening when you're depleted and just want to put your comfy clothes on and be done for the day. I hope that you schedule breaks in that decision making. You allow yourself to be human and by that I mean someone that needs to recharge. I hope that you simplify your choices down to three rather than all of Google. And I hope that you give yourself some grace in the process. A season of big decision making is tough. It can be taxing. Taxing on you, taxing on your relationship, taxing on your mind. I hope that at the end of the day you give yourself some grace. And you recognize this season as one that's asking a lot out of you. Asking a lot out of you and therefore a season that also requires you to give a lot back in. To give a lot back in. Even when you feel like you don't have the time in the day to do so. So, my dear... That's what I'm going to go do right now. I'm going to go give a lot back in. And I hope that you do the same. If this conversation sparked something for you or started a conversation for you, I hope that you let me know. I create this, this podcast and start this conversation with you and for you and with you in mind. Right? So I want to know what you need next. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at Emily and the Kind Mind and let me know what your heart needs to hear next. But in the meantime, I hope that the end of 2023 treats you well and I will see you in the new year. I love you, my dear. I'll talk to you soon. Stay kind. 
dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.